Welcome back to another episode of Teenage Daydream. We are on episode 13, the best Chrismica ever. <laughs> this is like part of why the OC is oh so amazing. Oh my god, it invented a whole holiday. Chrismica. Honestly, it's great. I love it so much. <laughs> and I also very weirdly enjoyed watching this Christmassy vibe episode, even though Christmas was over like <laughs> two months ago. Yeah. But that's fine. It was it was fun. I was like, oh, Christmas music. Yeah. <laughs> really like Christmas, guys. So yeah, in this episode, Ryan is officially introduced to the bi-religious holiday of Christmaca. Bi-religious. <laughs> uh, thanks to Seth, who has set this up for his parents, because Kirsten is Catholic and Sandy is Jewish. <laughs> yes, I believe he calls Kirsten a wasp. Which is hilarious it's a and waspy McWasp, I believe. Accurate. But then she totally says she's like, I'm not a wasp, but I guess I guess if you're Catholic, does it fall into that weird Anglo- well, Anglican something Protestant? Whatever. Yes, you're Anglo Saxon Protestant. <laughs> so not Catholic, but still Christian and still celebrating Christmas. <laughs> so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. It's great. Yes. Uh, so we left off. We left off with the secret. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So we found out about Luke's, Luke's dad. dad, all that stuff, groups together, cool, whatever. Yeah. And Seth and Summer and Anna kind of have their little triangle. Yeah, it's still a weird triangle happening. Yes. Marissa is, as this episode goes on, slips. Is having a mental breakdown. She's kind of sliding back towards, like, yeah. first episode Marissa. Yeah. She really is. Which then She's, introduces she, us to someone at the end, which we'll talk about Spends later. most like, of oh, the man. episode insisting she doesn't need therapy while doing absolutely everything, everything. to indicate that she, in fact, really <laughs> needs therapy. <laughs> so that's fun. Okay. Let's talk about... Sandy and Kirsten first? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, the whole episode starts just with Seth introducing Chrismica. Yeah. So, we find that out. Yeah. He describes it to Ryan. Eight days of presents followed by one day of many presents. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Uh, Says what? It has twice the resistance of a normal holiday. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but yeah, Sandy comes home one of those days. Yeah. And, and he's all like happy because, oh no, he's, first he's mad because Caleb, Kirsten's dad, who there's a whole thing in the episode of The Heights where he's yeah, trying to buy this lawsuit. like protected land and to build on and there's a huge big lawsuit and Caleb doesn't want to settle. He wants to go to trial, which then means Sandy's going to have to work through all of the holidays. Yes. So that's kind of... Yeah. Kirsten's upset about it. Yeah. Chrismica's ruined. Yeah. <laughs> Seth is aghast. <laughs> is it unruinable? Yes. <laughs> um, I just need to also point out the vest that Seth is wearing <laughs> at this point. Because I was like, what? And it continues to appear in the episode. <laughs> it's baffling. It's I... like a... It's like a like a khaki color, but it's got like a weird, like 
African looking totally Saharan sunset going across oh, yes. the top. Yes, it's like puffer vest. Yes. Yes. And it's like orange on the inside. It's, it's a so, bad vest. It's so good. <laughs> I just don't understand what's going on. <laughs> I have several notes about it. I capitalized it in my notes. The best. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's very so weird. Good. I love that vest. <laughs> <laughs> if I saw any real life human person wearing that vest, I don't think I would talk to them. <laughs> I feel like it's kind of swung back around though now. And I like... mean, probably, but that doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> Final. I'll give you the best. <laughs> We disagree about the best. It's fine. It's fine. Back to Sandy and Kirsten. <laughs> yeah. So they're going to trial. Sandy's mad because he's going to have to work all the holidays. Then Kirsten uh, goes to see Caleb for uh, something. She shows up because she's talking to Julie. Yeah. Julie goes uh, to Caleb's mm-hmm. and Julie's decorating their tree. Yeah. And like Kirsten kind of has this moment of like, oh. Because she's not putting, like, her mom's ornaments up. Yes. And, and normally just, the tree goes in the foyer. Yeah, it goes in the foyer. It still gets all their, like, family traditional ornaments on it. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Julie's just like, oh, well, like, you know, it should be, like, happy during the holidays. I want him to, like, whatever, whatever. But really, she's just being... She's just really being Julie. Julie. And yeah. trying to make a party out of everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> And, yeah, so Caleb's, yeah, so we're going to have to work. So he tells Kirsten then that she's also going to have to work through the holidays mm-hmm. because of this lawsuit. And she's like, no. Yeah, she I'm decides take to, yeah, take Christmas, Christmas vacation. vacation. Which she's, like, never done. Yeah, and he's good like, for Kirsten. Uh, sorry, what? She's like, yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out. But then, of course, she is incapable of actually taking time off, so ends up going home. <laughs> well, yeah, and she's, like, going through paperwork. And this is when I did notice the vest, because Seth comes into the kitchen and is talking to her. And that's when I first was like, oh, look at that vest. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, of course, yeah, and she says, like, you know, I'm easing myself into this. Like, yeah, I know I, you know, I usually don't take vacations, so I'm easing in. And she, like, clearly finds a piece of paper that means something. Yes. You don't see it. You don't know what it's about. No. But she calls and is like, oh, you know. Caleb had ordered some sort of survey. I've lost my copy of the paper. Can you fax it to me? Blah, blah, blah. She's trying to dig into something. It's clearly significant. We do not know why, but we presume that it's yeah. not good. Yeah. <laughs> something happened. Yeah. So then... I think... Oh, yeah. Julie's hosting the Newport Group Party. Mm-hmm. Oh, that goes into Marissa's stuff. Yeah. Look at me. I'm on top of things. But yeah, so... It's fine. I think the next part is when Sandy comes home. Yeah, and he's like, oh my god, I'm late. Let's get ready for the party. And this is when she has a piece of paper. Yeah. But he's excited because they've settled. And it's like, he's like, oh, we figured this out. Everything's fine. Yeah, it only costs like a... Whatever amount 50 of million yeah. extra or something like that. And Kirsten's like, hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I'm <laughs> allowed to give you this, but I don't know if I should not give you this. Yeah. And again, we still don't know what it is, but... She gives him the piece of paper. Sandy like, is like, what? Yeah. It's something big. The hell? Yeah. That son of a bitch. 
And she, yeah, she keeps saying, she's like, well, I'm probably going to get fired. Yeah. So, like, it's big. Yeah. So whatever she's found, even though she's works for Caleb, she's giving it to Sandy because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Ugh. Of course, like, they go to the party and Julie's just like, she doesn't even, they literally walk in the door and Julie's just like, so do you think, like, did you like the party? Like, did your dad say anything? Like, did he say anything about how good the party is? Well, about the party, well, the party. Like, She's just, so desperate. Like, it's so, so weird. And it's clearly in some sort of, like, weird Kirsten's mom living up to Christmas holidays, something. Yeah. But also just Julie trying to be back in, like, the Newport. Yeah. But it's just, like, and- normally Julie is very giving off a vibe of she owns the room. She's very confident. Mm-hmm. But she's just, like, so insecure in this moment. It's yeah. so weird to watch. Yeah. So, like, Caleb obviously just, like, <laughs> messes with her. But, like, she just, like, is so agitated about this. She's just like, whoa, Julie, calm down. <laughs> yeah. When, yeah, because Kirsten's just like, I haven't even talked to him yet. Like, yeah. whatever. Like, I don't care. She really doesn't care. Real life. Pen's dropping. Yes. <laughs> it's okay. I thought it was my chair breaking and that we were all about to die. Nope. Uh, <laughs> just me dropping a pen. <laughs> but yeah, so then at some point. Sandy confronts Sandy goes, Caleb. Yeah, confronts Caleb. And what we learn is this land has some sort of seismic issue. Yeah, it's basically worthless to Caleb because he wouldn't be able to get a building permit to build there. Mm-hmm. Cause the, it's like, yeah, unsound building space. So yeah. So he was, that's the technical term for it. Yeah. <laughs> so with this, it's a geological survey. Yeah. So with the settlement, Sandy would have been, or Sandy's people would have been paying Caleb. Yes. $250 million. Yes. Even though he knows that he can't do anything with that land, so he's just making Mm -hmm. money for nothing. Yes. Right? That was the whole point. I think so, yeah. Because then... Like, that's why it was sketchy. Yes. Totally. Because here they think they're, like, saving it, but really, like, he wouldn't have been able to do anything with it anyway. Mm -hmm. So Sandy calls him out and is like, cool, you're going to sell me the land back for a dollar instead. But the best yeah. part was they'd make, like, this big announcement in front yeah. of the party. Because it, it's, like, such a weird, I don't know, like, rich people thing. Because oh none of right? them are even going to really know that this lawsuit is going on. Yeah. But then it makes us, I mean, Sandy does it sort of as, like, a screw you to Caleb. But then it's in this way that, like, they both look good. Yes. Because it looks like Caleb's doing the right thing and selling back this, like, protected land to Sandy for a dollar. Yeah. But really, it's because he was a jerk. Yeah. Ugh. But then, the best part is, because again, Kirsten's just like, I'm going to get fired. Yeah. And Caleb comes and like goes to talk to her after the party? I th- yeah. think so? I feel, I feel like he's not in a tux. <laughs> yeah, or like at, at the, the end of something. the party at the very least. Yeah. Like... Somewhere. Do I even have notes about this? 
But yeah, he's like, I could, you know, I could sue you. Uh, you know, you were extorting the county, blah, 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 all these things. Like, you just, you're like, oh, okay, this is where he's going to fire her. And then he's like, he smiles and like, I'm so proud of you. Yeah, right? He's like, we'll make a real estate mogul out of you yet. <laughs> you're like, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, Caleb's the So worst. you like her slight backstabbing, which was actually not even backstabbing, but just Kirsten being like, I can't not give this to my husband because yeah. it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So actually, she has a moral compass, but Caleb's like, oh, hey, Mm -hmm. you're ruthless. Great. (laughs) What? I know. So bad. Oh, he's the worst. (laughs) He's really the worst. But anyway, Kirsten gets to keep her job, so. Yay. And the heights are saved. Yeah. So it all works (laughs) out in the end. It's good for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What do you think? Or let's kind of go into... (laughs) Seth's crazy love triangle. Oh my goodness. So, again, because literally everything that anyone remembers about the OC happens in the first season. Yeah, for real. uh, And as far as we've been able to tell, nothing happens in two, three, and four. Cannot tell you a single thing that happens (laughs) except for Olivia Wilde's character, like, coming in and Trey coming back. Yeah. For season two. That's it. That's all I have past season one. But, like, (laughs) all these things that I thought happened later, but no, it's just... This is only episode, Thir- what, 13? 13, 13, like, everything's yeah. happening. But, yeah, so, because, I don't know, in my head, like, Anna was later, like, I th- in my head, the first season was, like, Seth sort of trying to get Summer, but really, that's only, like, three episodes, mm-hmm. and then, at some point, Anna comes, and, like, and I totally forgot about, like, the whole triangle situation, yeah. and it's, like, kind of taking up this, and then, like, it's almost over... Everything happens in this first season. It really I can't is. even like. It really does. It's and wild. I know it's a long season, like it's twenty-seven. Yeah, it is. Or twenty-nine it's episodes, very long. Or whatever, but still, we're only on thirteen, and literally everything that I remember about the show has already. Happened. I know it's it's truly <laughs> wild. So yeah, they're trying to like. He's trying to be very, I guess, diplomatic about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. He's giving them the exact same Christmas present. Yes, the Seth Cohen starter pack. Yeah, which contains. <laughs> Death Cab, yep. Bright Eyes, yep. The Shins, yep. Cavalier and Clay, <laughs> and the Goonies. Yeah. <laughs> Which, to be fair, is actually a pretty good. That's, yeah. <laughs> pretty good pack. I'm not going to lie. I own most of that, yeah. actually. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Incredible. And of course, Ryan's just like, you have to choose. Yes. And Seth's all like, no, I don't. Because we're both, we're all going to go to this party. They're meeting me there. It's fine. And just like Seth, this is not going to work. Well, but I kind of just like forgot oblivious. that there's this chunk where he's sort of dating them both. Dating them both and like the most annoying and like, and obviously again, he's never had anything ever and he's always just been like the nerdy guy that yeah. no one talks to, but now he's like part of a group and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But I completely forgot that there's this, these few episodes where I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. I thought you were like my homies. But really, you kind of suck. <laughs> yeah, he really does kind of suck for this episode. <laughs> it's fine. So, yeah. So, Seth has these gifts ready. They're going to the party. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because like, at one point, like, they all meet in the hallway of the school. Mm-hmm. And because, like, of course, and because they always end up in the exact same place of all course, the time. Of course, naturally. It's because they're like, both always looking for Seth. Yeah. 
and you know, it starts with the like, hey, like when do you want to go? And then Summer comes up, oh, I want to go. And he was kind of like, I thought we would all just sort of meet there. Yeah. Like it's so awkward. It's so awkward. It's so awkward. But of course, as it will continue to happen, mm-hmm. Anna shows up at his house. And, you know, talking about some sort of Geneva Convention of Dating. Yes, which was great. <laughs> the Geneva Convention of Dating. But, of course, she comes up and she has, like, mistletoe. And she's like, hey, mistletoe, whatever. And he was like, okay, I guess this He's is like, okay. He's like, I thought like... we were meeting there. And then, again. Summer shows up. Summer shows up. With, with the mistletoe. mistletoe. Exact same thing. And then gets mad because Anna's breaking the rules because they were supposed to meet there. And she's like, well, so are you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> And then Seth's like, I guess we'll just all go with my parents then. And then they end up awkwardly sitting on the couch with Seth in the middle, the two of them on either side. Sandy and Kirsten come out and they're like, hi, Summer. Yeah. Anna. And it's just so awkward. Yeah, their faces are the best. because They can just be like, oh, Seth. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> oh, man. Too But also, much. okay, one little point that i made that was very the like 2003 anna has glitter in her hair oh my god right and not like next episode new year's glitter like actual like when you put like glitter gel in your hair oh yeah yeah, yeah. like it's like it's like <laughs> like on the ends of the little pieces and it's like like a significant chunk of glitter yeah <laughs> which at first i was like i can't believe we used to do that and then i was like hair glitter I could get on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're bringing back hair glitter. Hair glitter time. I'm pretty sure I had glitter hairspray at one point, so. Yeah. 16 years later, oh, glitter man. hair. Oh, <laughs> man. It's great. Uh, Super great. So, yeah, they end up at this party. Mm-hmm. Um, all three of them together. And then I guess Anna's going to go one way and Summer's going to go another way. And so in order to not choose between them, he's just like, oh, I'm going to go over this way. Oh, my God. <laughs> he goes, like, he just won't in pick. the other direction. And, you're like, and they've both been like, oh, like, I have a present for you, but I'll give it to you later. Yeah. Oh, I'll give it to you later. Yeah. Ugh. I know. It's really kind of painful to watch, <laughs> actually. Because, yeah, then Anna eventually sort of corners Seth mm-hmm. and gives him her present. Yes. Which is the comic that she made it's about so him cute. and Captain Oates. Yes, the adventures oh of Seth Cohen and Captain Oates <laughs> that she illustrated herself. And it's adorable. It's so good. It's so cute. And my other note here was sort of in line with Anna's hair glitter. Mm. Summer's makeup? Is it because she's Wonder Woman? Yeah, but even... St- I don't know. Just like the whole thing. I was just like... Yeah. It's a lot of blue eyeshadow. Yeah, and like that's just across the board. Everyone just has it all the time. Yeah. And it's but yeah. But yeah, so he gets the comic, cool. And then Summer manages to corner him yes. and take him into a room. Yes. Oh my god. And so her <laughs> takes off her dress. Is yeah. She undresses and she's wearing a Wonder Woman costume. Yeah. And Seth <laughs> looks like he's about to pass out. <laughs> Well, he even says that at some point. Oh, yeah, because uh, Summer's trying to impress the comic-obsessed obsessed Seth by dressing as Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And Seth, who is clearly impressed, says, I think I'm going to pass out. And then Summer throws the lasso, yeah. lasso of truth <laughs> lasso around, around him and him. says, you're not going to go anywhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, Anna walks in. Yes. But 
Summer finds the comic first. Yes. And then she's like, oh, this is so great. And she's like, all I did was dress like Wonder Woman. And Seth's Mm -hmm. all like, no, but your present's great. And then Anna walks in Mm. and sees Summer and is like, and I made you a comic. Like, what am I, five or something? And so, like, they both feel really inadequate about their gifts. Yeah, because Anna feels like, oh, I've just drawn this little, like, yeah. Kitty picture thing. But then even Summer says something about, like, oh, great, I just dress up like a whore. Like, right. why are we, And they're both just like, why are we doing this? Yeah. And that's when they're like, you need to choose. Because this is getting out of hand. And someone's going to get hurt. Yeah. Slash, they're both already kind of getting hurt, so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then they just leave Seth in yeah. the room with the lasso still and they, around him. And they turn off the light. <laughs> and he's just standing there with, like, his arms pinned to his side. <laughs> It's really great. It's what he deserves in that moment, yes. if we're being honest. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, then continuing on with that, the next day, mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's the next day. Yeah. It's later. It's, light up. it's after. It's, it's light daytime. Out, so yeah. <laughs> it's, it's They do this thing where it's sort of like... The swirling camera where yeah. like, you think he's having one conversation, but as it spins around... It's summer, and then the next time it's, it's Anna, Anna yeah. and it's just him. Basically, he's having the same conversation with both of them, and that conversation is basically, I think you're really awesome, let's just be friends. Yeah. And then tries to give them a gift, the Seth Cohen starter pack. Yeah. And then they're both like, I don't want to be your friend. Ugh. And they don't take the gift. Mm-hmm. Which he then gives to his parents. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you can have to have too many copies of the goodies. <laughs> Oh, but which yeah. might be true. It's a great movie. I have not watched that in a very long time. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie so much. Well, and you found Gloria uh, does like the cover of the song, and it's so good. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. So great. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, if you haven't watched The Goonies, watch The Goonies. Mm-hmm. It's great. I wonder how that's aged. Fairly well, I think. I mean, it has some moments. Yeah. And, like, the entire character of Data is probably a little bit Mm. racist. Yeah. And by a little bit, I mean, it's pretty racist. Um, (laughs) But, I mean, he's still, like, part of the group and they're friends. So, like, it's not terrible, terrible. And he's not the only character that is used as comic relief. Like, they're all kind of like that. So, it's not I mean, yeah, it was 1985. It could be better, but for 1985, it's really not that bad. No, like, yeah. it actually ages pretty well. You just got to kind of, like, put a pin in the, like, this was 1985. We're going to give it a pass on some of this, like, yeah. slightly, you know, slightly iffy stuff. Yeah. But for the most part, it's just so nice. I love it. Yes. All right. Marissa and Ryan. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> It starts off so promising. So promising. <laughs> so, okay, first, Ryan is not thrilled about the idea of Christmas. No. So, like, Seth's trying to pump them all up with Christmaca, mm-hmm. and he's, like, they're, like, they're like trying to get Ryan's Christmas traditions. And, like, Ryan, like, what did you do with your family? Yeah. And it's kind of like, um, people got drunk and the cops were called, like. And, yeah, like, I got, I got my ass kicked. Yeah. And, yeah. This is, like, it's not a fun time. Yeah. Don't worry about me. And they're all like, uh, okay. 
And, like, there's points where, like, Kirsten's, like, secretly trying to get his Christmas list to, like, buy him yeah, stuff. Like, but they've already told him, like, don't get us anything. Yeah. And it's just, oh. Yeah, it's really sad. Ryan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. So, yeah. And then Marissa is also not thrilled about the idea of Christmas because. Yeah. She just kind of wants to skip it. And she's talking to Jimmy at one point. Yeah, he sort of has, like, not an interview, but, like, he calls it, like, a meet and greet, mm-hmm. so he's trying to, like, get ready. And she's like, let's just skip Christmas. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, no, like, we'll get this figured out, like, we'll get stuff, and we'll... Side note, she's he's trying to get her to tell him which tie to wear. Is it not the same tie? <laughs> Literally in my notes, it says, Jimmy, those ties are basically the same. Like, I didn't that's realize the that same tie. I didn't realize Jimmy that Cooper. At first, because, like... I must have, like, looked away or was making notes or something. But then he has the one on, and when he was going up the stairs, I saw the second one in his hand and was like, wait a second. Isn't that the same? Yeah. No. <laughs> there is, like, they're, they're not substantially different. I don't think it would have mattered. Even though Marissa's, like, the second one, definitely. And I'm yeah. like, why definitely? They're the same. <laughs> anyway. But, yeah, she's clearly just in, like, one of those, like, Marissa moods. Yeah, yeah, which totally. Which is so annoying. Yeah. The whole time, and just like, yeah, she doesn't want to go to the party, and yeah. I mean, she's behaving basically like a bratty teenager, which mm-hmm. is fair, but also, you know, yeah. she goes off the rails rather spectacularly in this episode. Well, yeah, because then you're like, okay, like she's kind of mad about Christmas, that's fine. But then her and Ryan are at school, mm-hmm. and he's talking about how he has to like go to the South Coast Plaza, which is clearly like the fancy mall or yeah. something. Totally. <laughs> She's like, ooh, the mall, like, let's go. And it turns into this, like, happy It's actually really montage cute. I love the, the shopping montage. Ugh, <laughs> shopping montage. And that's when, like, the Ron Sexsmith Christmas song comes yeah. on. Which, but, by the way, is on the official OC Christmas CD <laughs> called A Very Merry Christmas. <laughs> which I also own. <laughs> <laughs> So, of course, like, they're, like, looking at stuff. And obviously, like, Marissa's had financial situations. But, like, yeah. Ryan goes there because I'm assuming he wants to get stuff for either her or the Coen. Yeah, which, like, what's he doing? He has no money. Yeah, like, where does... I mean, I assume maybe they Is give he... him an allowance or something? I mean, okay, probably. But also, like, he was looking at, like, watches. I know. Like, you're going to buy that clearly, Sandy like, a watch? Like, yeah, a Rolex know. or something? <laughs> no, unlikely. Yeah, I don't know. So, like... That was just a random question. Yeah, especially because Marissa's like, I guess I can't really afford this place anymore. Yeah, like, we could go to, like, the 99 cent store. Yeah. And he was like, well, like, we shouldn't have come here then. She's mm-hmm. like, but I just like it because it's where everything seems like it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, and she's like, you could just buy the right lipstick and solve all your problems. And I'm mm-hmm. like, Marissa Cooper, I understand that mood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who hasn't indulged in a little retail therapy in an attempt to solve their problems? Like, maybe if you just had the right sweater, your whole life would change. (laughs) Spoiler alert, that never works. No. Anyway, so they have a nice time. Yeah. And then they're leaving. And they get stopped by security in the parking lot. Like, in the underground parking garage. Yes. Here's my question. Mm -hmm. Is this legal? He, like, stops her and asks for her bag and goes through it. Does it depend on what state you're in? Pretty sure that's illegal here in this province. I don't think you can do that. From all of my time working in retail, I mean, unless it's, like, something they have her on camera. 
Well, and that being like the fancy mall, I would have assumed even in 2003, all like and because people he's security, had, like, he's allowed to. Well, because it's it's also to the point where because I'm wondering if so. Yes, they saw her put the stuff in her bag right. in the store, but because she was stepping off of the mall property, right? Like they couldn't oh, do they right. couldn't do anything until that point. All right, it all seemed very dodgy to me. I didn't even think about that. I was just like, oh, yeah, no, that's... It was so weird to me. I'm like, are they just allowed to stop her and go through her bag? I mean, probably. How else do you catch shoplifters? I don't know. It's a good question. I just have questions. You can't, like, open someone's trunk. Right. Or, like... Um, like an on like an envelope like that's how people when they have the little like radar trap mm-hmm. sensor thingy what you do this is not sketchy at all but so like you send yourself an envelope yeah but like technically not close so that, that way like it, it has all the right stamps and the dates and stuff on it oh. so then when that would happen like you would have that in your little part and then if you take that you would like pop it in there and seal it because then they can't open it because it's Oh. Illegal to open someone's mail. That's also like super cheap, like copywriting. Oh yes, I did know, you know that. Like it's yeah. that same kind of idea. I totally right? knew that. And I just know from like all the Jay Z songs, like you can't, they can't make you open their trunk. Yeah, you, yeah. Because you would need a search warrant. Mm-hmm. But something with her, her, like yeah. Okay, yeah. Maybe if you had probable cause. That's just like yeah. They probably had her on camera, and then we're following her. I see. still feel like she could have refused to hand over her bag and they would have had to like at least take her into like yes, the mall right? police station or something. Anyway. Especially because she was also a minor. Right? But I mean it's the OC and we've learned that being a minor means nothing. <laughs> That's true. It doesn't mean anything. Nothing. You can gamble. You can drink. Yeah. You can do all do kinds blow. of things. Yeah it's fine. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I had questions about that, but she gets busted for shoplifting. She and stole has, like, a watch. And a, bun- like a bunch Which, of jewelry. Here's, I have a question about that, too. Yeah. How? Yeah, because, like, when you see them, like, looking at the watches, like, she would have had to have some sort of super... Like, is she really good at this? Magic. Yeah. Kind of, like, Like, she would have had to palm that. Palm yes. And, like... Because the person brought that brought the watches out for them to yeah. look at is standing right there. And there also wasn't that many watches. No. So, yeah. Questionable More stealing questions. on Marissa's part. But. So, either Marissa should just go, I don't know, actually steal things for a living. But mm-hmm. see, then this is my question. If it was so subtle that the person showing her the watches didn't notice, then how do they have her on camera? Or maybe that's what it is, is that that person saw it, but, like, they can't do anything about it. Oh, so that then would they would sense. have had to have called security. Security followed her. That would make sense. Now I understand. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Okay. All right. Anyway, <laughs> that happens. Obviously, her parents are contacted because she's a minor. Yes. <laughs> Ugh. Ryan. Well, wait. I can't remember what happens first if we see Julie and Jimmy's reaction. Yeah, because she's, she's hosting, the, we know that she's hosting the party, but she's fighting. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're all, I think, in Jimmy's apartment. They are, yeah. And Julie's, like, yelling at them, yes. at Jimmy my, for... My note here is, Julie continues to be a terrible mother. Yeah. 
Because, of course, where has she been this entire time? Right. And but then yes. she blames Jimmy. Yeah, she's blaming Jimmy for, like, not keeping an eye on her. But also, like, she isn't either. Yeah. And, and then, then Marissa's mad because she's like, why are you blaming Dad for this? Like, this was me. Yeah, like, I did this. This is stupid. And then they talk about her going to therapy. And she's like, no, like, I'll, I'm not... I, I won't do it again. This was fine. It yeah. was just a stupid thing. And Jimmy was like, actually, like, that was part of the deal. Mm-hmm. And so they're all just, like, getting mad. Yeah, Julie's like, only good move in this entire scenario is making Marissa go to therapy. Because mm-hmm. girl needs it. Like. Yeah. <sighs> Jesus. Yeah. Yep. And then, like, the boys are getting ready for the party. And that's when. Seth's so like, how's shopping with Marissa? And Ryan's like, weird. And he's like. <laughs> he says something about thanks. You really painted me a picture there. Like, <laughs> cool. Marissa was just caught shoplifting. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, she cool. has some sticky fingers. Yeah, it's all right. So then, oh my god. So of course, they're like, he goes to pick Marissa. So Marissa's, oh, yeah. Marissa's punishment is also that she has to go to. Yes, because Julie says you're grounded, and grounded, then Marissa's no all, phone, oh, no so card, I don't no have to do this? And then she's like, he's, she's like, starting tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, you have to come to this stupid God. party. <laughs> so Ryan's going to pick her up, and he's like, that's probably a really good thing. Like, you should go to therapy. Right. Like, you could talk to other people. Why can't I talk to you? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, no. like it's. I mean, probably because um, Ryan is your boyfriend who has his own pile of issues that he yeah. needs to deal with. So, like, <laughs> meh, maybe not the best person. Yeah. Oh. But then she's like, okay, like, whatever, like, we'll go there. So she goes and <laughs> she's oh. like the least subtle. Oh, right? She pulls out this giant Mickey. Right? Which also I feel like throughout the episode changed size. Because, okay. <laughs> That's a good point. When she first pulls it out of there and puts it in her purse, it's definitely like a proper Mickey size. Yes, absolutely. Which I feel like we've talked about, but it's the Canadian thing for I can't remember how many ounces I don't of remember like how many ounces either. But it's the it's the small one. It's the like yeah. you could stick it in your purse size. Yes. But like it's not a twenty sixer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like it's bigger than like airplane, but it's in that like yeah yeah solid water bottle sized. But then, and like just like shoves it in her purse. Yeah. That's the really one. subtle. Because clearly there's also nothing else in her I purse. I was going to say, that's the only thing that fits in that bag. <laughs> it's so small. She's just like, I don't need anything else. I just need this bottle of vodka. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. And so, yeah, I also have written here. And then she steals a bottle of vodka because nothing says well-adjusted, like, sneaking booze. <laughs> like, you can't have a whole entire conversation about how you don't need therapy and then very, very sneakily steal a bottle of vodka from your father's liquor cabinet and shove it in your purse. Yeah. Like, and then proceed at the party to lock yourself in a bathroom to drink it. Well, yeah, because so Julie comes and she wants Marissa to go say hi to Caleb. And Marissa's like, no, like, he's been busy. I didn't want to interrupt him. And she's like, no, like, you have to, blah, blah, blah. And Marissa's just, at this point, just beyond bratty to, like, Ryan, to Julie, to everyone. Just, like, a whole thing. She storms off. Julie and Ryan are like, well, this is classic Christmas. And they they both take a drink. (laughs) I know. I mean, I guess we're supposed to assume that Ryan is not drinking alcohol mm-hmm. in this scene. Mm-mm. Was it not like a champagne flute? Was it? I don't recall. I just assumed mm. he wasn't actually drinking alcohol. Yeah, I actually, I can't remember now either. But at the very least, one of them had a champagne. Yes. Flute. Anyway, yeah, Julie and Ryan have well, a little I, moment of commiserating over 
holidays being terrible. And it's also kind of that moment because, like, it comes up and around so many times. Because as much as Julie, like, hates Ryan, they're the same. Which is also probably why she hates him more. Yes. They're both... Yeah, they both come from... Small town, trailer park Yeah. Bad neighborhood. Yeah. Whatever. They both had a rough go of it yeah. growing up and... Yeah. Yeah, so then Marissa takes her drink into the bathroom. She downs that entire Mickey, basically, in the bathroom. Well, yeah, she keeps pouring into her drink, because, like, there's, like, into, a hint of Coke oh, or something in there. Enough to make it a color and yeah. not just straight <laughs> vodka. Oh, I just, I, I, I hate watching people drink like this on TV, I think, just because, like, I could just so much know what that feels like from being a certain age and taking a drink when you really shouldn't and having that moment of like, do you have to breathe through it? So you don't puke it back up immediately. <laughs> and it's clearly so strong and she's just like, yeah, pounding it. Ugh. It's really awful. So of course she's like immediately super drunk, goes to Ryan. And she's like, because trying to like kiss like a love on him pounds. and stuff like that. And he's just like right away. She's like, you're drunk. No, this is bad. So of course she storms off. Yeah. And then like, tries to drive herself home. Well, and like, so the who valet. gave her keys to a car? The valet guy. Right. Which, like, She's come visibly on. drunk. Like, this is and not And at this subtle. point, because she drank all of that so fast, she would have had to have smelled. Oh, yeah. Like, different, like, okay, if she kind of, like, seemed drunk, but, like, she would have had to have smelled. Right? So, of course, Ryan runs out and is literally standing in front of the car. So that she won't drive away. And then, so she tries to back up mm-hmm. so that she can go around him, but then proceeds to rear-end the car behind her. <laughs> yeah. So Ryan drives. And then she decides she's going to finish off what little amount of vodka is left in that bottle. And that is the point where it seems like a much smaller bottle. It's also apparently a glass bottle. Was it always a glass bottle? It seemed like it was plastic at one point. But this is what I'm saying. Cause it, yeah, because when, when she pulled it out and it was definitely Mickey size, which yeah. would be plastic. Yeah. And then at this point it looked more like, not that anyone could see, but like it was about like this size. Yeah. Because like it went from being like this to like this. Because when she had it in her hand and in between her feet, it was, like, half the size. Mm-hmm. And then was clearly glass. Yeah. Which I understand the purpose of the glass. Yeah. But just have it be the same the whole time, please. Yeah. Well, whatever. So anyway, then Ryan's like, put it away. Mm-hmm. You have open booze in the car and I'm still on probation. Like, yeah. And then, of course, they get pulled over by the cops. Because of the taillight yeah. from when Marissa hit the other yes. car. Yes. Yes. And he's like, have you been drinking? And Ryan's like, no. Because, yeah, of course, she fumbles and, like, loses the lid. So she, like, is holding it between her feet where, even at that point, because he's looking in with the flashlight, I don't know how he didn't see, but whatever. But he gets called away. Yeah. On some other something. Some kind of, like, everyone, all cars, blah, blah. (laughs) I'm getting a pen stuck in my hair. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, that's a lucky moment where he gets pulled Mm -hmm. away to just be like, get that taillight fixed. And then this is, like, kind of a really bad moment, but one of my, like, favorite ones. Yeah. Because, I mean, so many episodes. I agree. I'm just, like, so over Marissa. But so Ryan gets out of the car, slams his door, goes around to the other side, grabs the bottle, and just chucks, chucks it. it. You hear it, like, smashing It shatters. Hence somewhere. why they needed yeah. it to be glass. It's not as effective if it doesn't shatter. And then he starts repeatedly slamming oh, her yeah. door. And she's getting, like, terrified. And she's, like... Which is a fair reaction. Yes. It's... It's a terrifying moment. But then she's, because she says, like, you're scaring me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, good. 
you're scaring me. Yep. Which I think was finally just one of those, like, oh. Yep. Finally, maybe yep. she And he's like, I in. left all of this and I'm not doing it again. Yeah. Because he's like, this is like my mom all over again. Yep. Drinking, crying, cops. Well, it must be Christmas. Yep. That's what he says. Oh. I baby. know. My baby. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So then I think that kind of, like, is just sort of, we realize, that's, like, we're meant to realize that Marissa's, like, clued in, hit mm-hmm. rock bottom, whatever. And actually decides to go to therapy now. And, ugh. ugh. So, yeah. So, yeah. She's <laughs> going to therapy. It's so great. And then. She meets Oliver. Oliver. If you've watched the OC, you know what this means. And again, I always forget that Oliver comes in this soon. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that the next episode is the New Year's Eve episode, and I always remember Oliver being in the New Year's Eve episode. <laughs> but I'm like, really? Already? Oliver? <sighs> so yeah, Marissa's sitting in the off in the waiting room. She almost gets up to leave, and Oliver's sitting there reading his book or whatever, mm-hmm. and then he starts talking to her. Yeah, he's talking about, he's like, yeah, like, you know, I had to come like three or four times before i stayed and yeah but he like recognizes her from like yeah how well because they they go to different schools Mm -hmm. but he somehow knows that she like organizes parties and stuff and i think maybe that's just like a weird rich kid school situation i mean that's fair that's fair maybe their teams play against each other or something like that oh that would make sense good point yeah something like that Ugh. But yeah, of course, they're like, so what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Ugh, Oliver. I know. He's so awful. Well, because, yeah, he's trying to figure out, like, what sort of pills Oh, yeah, he guesses that she's not an alcoholic yet, but you've OD'd at least once, probably on muscle relaxants, and she's, like, painkillers. Okay, so I have questions here so of course then oliver's like you really didn't want to hurt yourself now kurt cobain he wanted to hurt himself (laughs) okay so this is 2003 going to 2004 yeah i understand that obviously like kurt cobain's death was a huge thing Mm -hmm. and still is decades later but like do these would these kids really have known anything or care i'm gonna say yes because as somebody who was basically the same age as these characters while this show was on everyone knew about kurt cobain everyone was still listening to nirvana but in a way where you would yeah totally like refer to i mean possibly because that's like i'm just a little bit older where like Mm -hmm. i remember exactly when he died right. like when that happened i think it still had enough of like it was still enough of a cultural yeah i guess so. moment that you knew about it mm-hmm. and like it was probably it just seemed like it just i think what it was it was just it sort of seemed like an out of place weird reference i mean that's fair especially in like the drug side of things yeah. because of the gun side of things. Yes. I don't, it just kind of like flagged in my head as someone who yeah. very much was alive at that time and all yeah. of those things. Oliver. Ugh. 
But Oliver does also strike me as the kind of person that would just have that information. True. To seem like he knew things mm-hmm. about things. Yeah. That's and fair. make himself seem like an interesting person. Yeah, he's very suave the whole time. <laughs> but yeah, so Marissa goes to therapy, and then Ryan comes home, and he, like, hangs his stockings with everybody. Yeah. And they watch a movie. Oh, and they, they come home with movie rentals. Yeah. And I had a moment of being like, oh, I miss going <laughs> to the video store. To is, rent movies. And I like, miss it. It was nice. You went and you browsed new titles. Yeah. And sometimes you ran into people you knew. Yeah. And it was just, it was nice. And now you just sit on your couch and go through yeah. Netflix. And it's not the same, guys. I was randomly watching an oh. episode of Six Feet Under like the day before. Yeah. And it was the same thing. It was like when I was watching <laughs> um, The Holiday over Christmas, there's a scene where they're in a blockbuster. And I was like, man, I miss going to Blockbuster. Yeah. That in Jumbo Video, because Jumbo Video yes. used to give you free yeah. popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> Kids today will never know. No. So many things. <laughs> Guys, it was great, and I loved it. Yes. Anyway. Oh. Yeah, so it's nice. They get to have their nice little family. Yeah, and they have like a family port, like yeah. Christmas picture. So cute. With Ryan. Love it. <laughs> he has his own stocking. He's officially a Cohen. Yeah. I mean, he was already officially a Cohen, but now he's officially, officially a Cohen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you have, I mean, there were a lot, but did you have like Sethisms? a favorite Sethism? Okay. My, I picked my favorite based on the one that I remembered mm-hmm. from this episode, which is when he is telling Ryan that I've got Jesus and Moses on my side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I just think that's great. I love it. I did too. <laughs> I didn't feel like there was a super Cali moment. Not but really. But there was definitely a super insanely rich people moment, which was just like the Julie's party. party. Yeah. Especially the tree, which was gigantic. Super gigantic. And white? Yeah. I know. Right? <laughs> but like a massive tree, like the kind of tree that goes up in Outside. like a shopping mall. <laughs> Or, like, yeah. yeah, like that big one they put in the middle of the Eaton Center. Like, it's huge. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, where is this party happening? In my head, it was happening at Caleb's house. Right? So, yeah, rich enough that you just have this giant. Right, because, like, when Kirsten goes Christmas over there, tree. she's like, oh, like, because Julie yeah. was decorating the tree. And... Side note, how big is your foyer? Yeah. I mean, actually, probably big enough to contain a tree like that, because. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> reminds me of an episode of Schitt's Creek where they have a family portrait that used to hang in their old giant house and then they get it delivered to the motelers to hang out and they're like this is way too big we can't put this anywhere because you suddenly realize exactly how big it is once it's no longer in a space equipped to deal with things that size and it's so good it's that kind of a situation happening it's a massive house oh my god nice yeah and yeah, the kind of only new person, new character, new actor introduces Oliver, yeah. who's Taylor Handley, mm-hmm. who we've realized ends up before this was on Dawson's Creek. Yes, for three episodes. Randomly. He also ends up working um, with Ben McKenzie on Southland mm-hmm. for a few episodes after. Yeah. Yeah, and otherwise he's just in a few random things. Yeah, he's in, like, like a couple episodes yeah. of all the CSIs. And... Yeah. Like, everything you would expect somebody to be in a single episode of, he's in one of and those And, yeah, episodes. one of those, like, that plays, like, 
a weird creepo. Yeah. <laughs> He's just got that vibe about him. Mm-hmm. Although, when we were looking him up, we were like, oh, he grew up nicely. Yes, he seems to have grown out of that. He doesn't look, he creep. doesn't, no, he yeah, doesn't he doesn't really. He doesn't really. creepy. No. <laughs> no. Now he's rather attractive. <laughs> yes. Oh. <sighs> My most annoying is Marissa, just because she was so bratty and yeah. annoying. Seth is a little bit annoying, obviously, with. He is a little annoying with his stuff, but yeah. I think I actually have to go with Julie. Fair. Because as much as Marissa is annoying, I also, <laughs> she at least has the benefit of being a teenager who is expected to behave in such a way. Yeah. Whereas Julie is supposed to be a grown-ass human. Yeah. And it's just, like, so obsessed with this whole party and Caleb and, like, worried about this. Mm-hmm. But then gets on this, like, self-righteous high horse to pretend yeah. like she's actually a decent mother to Marissa, even though the reason Marissa is like this be- is because Julie never pays her any attention except yeah. to yell at her for all the ways she's screwing up. Ugh. Yeah. So, Julie. And also for blaming Jimmy again, because, like, lady, where I are know, you? All Calm the time. down. This is not his fault. Yeah. Is, it's always been, person. like, more her fault, because at the start of the season, like, it seems to be much more her like the mother-daughter issues yeah. oh, and then later they find out about jimmy's money stuff so yeah. like especially because totally. julie didn't even know about that either and marissa was already acting like that so right. mm. exactly mm. did you have a song of the episode um it's obviously very christmas related yeah <laughs> i mean the one that i noticed was the maybe this christmas ron Sexsmith mm-hmm. one because it's on the soundtrack yeah uh but also the bright eyes blue christmas at the end yeah yeah. Uh, the one that I had marked the most while we were kind of going through this uh, was the Dandy Warhols. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. You Come and Braid, because it kind of shows up a few times. And it's just sort of one of those, like, background-y ones. Yeah. It's, like, building and building. Yeah. Totally. But, yeah, between that one and, like, Bright Eyes, that for sure. Yeah. It was good. And also just because the Bright Eyes is one of the ones mentioned as part of the yeah. Seth Gillen starter pack. <laughs> Which and there was, great. like, an Alkaline Trio song, so in case you're a little bit oh. emo or, like, care about Max, Matt Skiba, who is now in Blink-182, there was huh. an Alkaline Trio song. All right. There this was go. a good one. This was the first Chris Mika. Yeah. It was good. It is good. Love it. Love it. And then right after Chris Mika, we're heading to... New Year's Eve, baby. New Year's Eve. Oh. Are we ready? It's intense. We're not ready. It's a lot happening. <laughs> it's exciting, though. Uh, but, yeah. Hit us up on social media, Teenage Daydream, Teen Dream Pod, all mm-hmm. those things, and we will get ready for the countdown Woo! next week.